This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Blues Focus TV. Today we are previewing the upcoming game between Birmingham City and Rotherham with my guest, Matt. Matt, drop in your uh, your, hand, your social media handles and we'll go from there. Uh, yeah, so I'm from the New York Talk podcast, which is RUFC underscore pod uh, on Twitter, Facebook, wherever you can find us. And yeah, follow us. Fantastic. Well, straight off the bat, how do you think the game will go for yourselves? Uh, interesting. You, your run of form is obviously very, very poor, uh, to put it politely. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're, in a, we're in a decent run of form, but our away record is terrible. I think we won three games away from home this season. It might not even be that, actually. Um, yeah. But the games we did win, we beat, I think we beat Sheffield United, for example, away from home. It doesn't make any sense, really, but it, it's something we need to work on. I think our, the, we beat QPR last weekend, and that might have just put us safe. You know, not only suddenly some points, obviously, but it puts us in a really good position. Obviously, we took you guys at the table, which was yeah. a surprise to everybody. We're sitting 18th, which, which we didn't expect. Um, if we turn up like we did against QPR, I think we can win. We, we'll have the positivity. The run you guys are on, you know, I think I think we we can try and keep your negativity where it is. We, we can maybe try and pounce on that a little bit. But well, like, we start, like we said before, we start recording that. Our record is terrible at your place, and yeah. our away record in general is terrible. So it's, so it's a toss-up. I've actually got a little bit of a quiz for you, actually. A little quiz. So, do you know the last time you beat Blues at St Andrews? It was something like 2015 or 16, something like that. It's 2015, September. It was 2-0. Do you know the scorers? Because I've done a little bit of research, I found out. One of them was that Belgian guy. Uh, I can't remember his name. I had a loan from Norwich. I can't remember who... Yeah. He's the one I hadn't had a clue about. So it was um, Anthony <laughs> Aru, or Aru, but he pronounces it so different. And the other one was Matt Derbyshire, who played for Blues as well. So, yeah, I looked and our team was, it was the getting over the Carson Young stuff. Mm. And I think Rabbit was our manager at the time. So, yeah, it's been a mm. long old time for you. Yeah. But our last game, uh, Richard Wood scored two. And I mean, you put that bet on at the start of that game, you'd have got hundreds of thousands because I don't think he ever scored before. And Blues turn up and he gets two. Talk about no. bosses coming along at once. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, um, 
this is typical blues. The blues are renowned for having bad runs, and then we allow mm. people to basically end them. Mm. Cardiff, for example, for our recent form, <laughs> Cardiff hadn't won for 14 games, turn up at our place and win comfortably. Yes, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds about right for us. Um, yeah. So yeah, the last time out, uh, you won two 0 um, I remember that game. It was a, mm. it was a bad watch. Um, just after my birthday, actually. So yeah, that was that was hard to uh, hard to deal with. Um, our head to heads again were quite good at home, but mm. form goes out the window for me. I think this game is a six pointer. I think whoever wins this can start to feel a bit more confident about coming away mm. from the the bottom. But I think if one of us loses heavily, it could flip it completely on its head. Um, I mean, last time out for us, for example, against Wigan. Mm. Some of yeah. the fan base aren't happy, but then if you give four points for the last two games, I think you'd be happy, but you still got to get them three. So it's it's an awkward one. Um, mm. What's your thoughts on the season so far for uh, for Rotherham? Solid. Uh, it's, been, it's been up and down. Obviously, we had a change of manager in October, September, October time, whenever that was. Uh, Matt Taylor came in Took a bit of time. You know, it started off okay, and then post post World Cup, we were just horrific. I mean, we were as bad between the first game after the World Cup and the FA Cup third round week weekend. That was as bad as I've ever seen us at this level. We were so yeah. bad. We were shipping goals left, right, and centre. We were, there was zero creativity. It seemed like there was a massive rift between players and management. But then we turned up on black and back smashed Blackburn four hill, so there clearly wasn't because obviously that was a, that was a, when I was looking for your results. I was thinking, how have you pulled yeah. that out? Because when we played Blackburn, <laughs> it was probably one of our first or second best game of the season. We lost, and we yeah. gave them everything. You know, it was. I remember I stayed in the log cabin that weekend, and I watched it on a moody box, <laughs> and I was so, I said to the missus, "Like that was actually a really good game. Like we did really yeah. well, but somehow we've got nothing to show for it. It's uh it's mad. Um, thoughts on your new manager? Uh, have you got any hangovers from Paul Warren because he was there for so long and was a big fan's mm. favourite? Do you like the change? Are you happy with the change? And do you expect to see an improvement and a move forward with, with Tyler? It's been bumpy. Um, like I said, before the Blackburn game, it, it, I, there was concern that it, may, it might not be right. You, know, you have one manager for such a long time and, uh, and mm. then the change, I suppose you always expect it to be a bit bumpy. But we yeah. felt like we were barreling towards towards relegation at that point. We then picked up, that's a beat Blackburn, we drew with Sheffield United, drew with Watford, and drew with somebody else who, who was up there you wouldn't expect to pick points up from. And then we went on another bad run, we lost to Coventry, we lost to somebody else, we lost to Reading as well. Two games yeah. we, we should be picking points, you know, and then the negativity started to build again. But then we beat Sunderland, drew with Swansea, beat that's QPR, the one so he that, seems that a bit of a streaky manager. Sunderland mm. are a good team. That they yeah. really they started our bad run after the World Cup and they beat us at home. When I saw that they were missing Ross Stewart massively. They, they yeah. were just there were no focal point from it all. Looking at your formations, you seem to flip between <laughs> two to three formations, maybe even four. So I've got four four three against Sheffield United, four four three against mm -hmm. Blackpool, four four two against Reading, four two three one against Cov. Then it's four four one one against Sunderland and Swansea, and then back to four four three. Well, well, four three three. Then a Todd Bowley there. You four three three. So, do you think the change, the flexibility in your um, formation, mm. helps or hinders you? I think it definitely helps. Again, under the previous management, we we, we were three five two, and that were it. There was no, it wasn't yeah. any going to be anything different. You might you might you might put an extra man in midfield or whatever, but it was going to be three at the back, three five two. 
Matt Taylor, like I so said, we've changed. I think we played when we played Coventry. I think we played changed the formation in game three or four times. Now on yeah. that day it didn't work, but then against Sunderland it, it did work, and against against QPI it worked perfectly. Um, he seems much more flexible. He seems he seems much better tactically, um, yeah. and so far it seems to be working really really well. Time will tell, but it's it seems a, it seems a step in the right direction tactically, definitely. Yeah. So I've just gone purely on stats, and I've got three players that I've picked out to watch for you. Who would your yep. three players be to watch? Uh, well, Cameron Humphreys, centre half. Um, mm. When we're under the cosh, he's I mean, something else. He came through Man City's academy, and you can tell he is so good yep. on the ball. But he doesn't lose out. He's an aerialist. He's still very, very good. He's very, very composed. Everything he does, I think he's destined probably for the Premier League. Maybe not top, top, but I think he's a Premier League player yeah. at some point. Chiwag Ben is the obvious one. Um, we'll play. We'll play probably the right of a front three, uh, but got pace to burn. Not scared to take on a man. Not scared to take the tackle as well. You know, he's, he's, he really yeah. neshes out with it, which I think it draws the foul. He got about five people sent off in League One last year. It was ridiculous. <laughs> we're so good. So you want that? Is. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, and John Hugel, his recent signing from January, uh, he's, he's such a focal point for us. When you went to Tunnel and not having one, he's such a focal point. We do go too direct sometimes, maybe too much. Um, yeah. But he holds the ball really well. Scored his first two goals at the weekend as well. So he, he uh, he's a proper championship player, and that's what we've missed, yeah. I think. So the three I had down was um, Coventry, Kugel, and Johansson, your keeper. So I had a little mm. look on Sofa score, and Johansson got a nine point nine rating, <laughs> and that was against Stoke. And I, I oh, can remember playing against you. He's a cracking keeper. He really is a good keeper. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't had someone knocking your door for him, to be honest. Even more surprised that he signed a new contract at Christmas for another two years. Uh, he was that he was out of contract in the summer. He is he is genuinely a, a, an international keeper and waiting. How he's not got an international call up is beyond every Rotherham fan. He has got yeah. everything. He's he, he's also improving as well. Last season he made one or two mistakes. This season he's almost faultless. Um mm. ten clean yeah, sheets. He's, he's for, destined for, for a small like you. He's he's yeah. good going, isn't he? To be fair. Yeah, um, and he's earned a lot of them himself as well. <laughs> he's had to do a lot of work. <laughs> um, how's um, Grant Hall been since he's joined? Injured. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, when he's played, he's great. Grant Hall is such a good player, but he's missed. He's probably missed half a season, and now he's he's out for the rest of the season. Um, oh, yeah, he, 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 got, he got injured a week or two ago. A shame because he is a, he, again he's a proper player. He is a proper yeah. championship player, but can't stay fit for well, more Harry than Redding wanted him a few years back for us and didn't get him. Mm. <laughs> and at the time yeah. we were good, he was he was scoring goals left, right, and centre, and he looked he looked quality. But <laughs> yeah, there, there's some players in that team where you look and think, mm. bloody hell, they, they can do a bit. So I don't think Blues mm. are going into this game with any sort of inflated egos by any stretch. Mm. I, I think Blues fans see it as a massive six points. I, I would probably say, because it's at home, it probably holds a slightly bit more weight than the Wigan yeah. game. Because the Wigan game is finished and we know the result. Mm. I think before the game, everyone wants to beat the bottom of the league because they are bottom of the league. But mm. you're on a hard into nothing because you expect it to win. But also if you don't win, yeah. it's also bad. So it's you kind of lose on both. But when you're at home against a team that's next here and you, your form is mm. better than ours, granted, but we have a good record against you, you expect to get it. So... I worry 
that if we don't do something in the 20 minutes, you could grow into it. And if the fans turn yeah. into open season for you, and I do, but after looking at your team and doing a bit of research today, I worry more about this game than I did beforehand. So, mm. yeah, yeah, my confidence. Our is starts smooth. have been really good as well. Under Matt Tilly, yeah. he has a couple of games where he's just gone for it. First 10 minutes, he's gone for the kill. And sometimes it's not worked. You know, Coventry, we had an early goal disallowed. And if that goes in, I think I think we, we go forward. But he's, he's, yeah. he does seem to like a quick start. And especially away from home, if we can get an early goal, like you say, it can turn, can't it? Definitely, definitely. What's your realistic aims for the season? Uh, survival. And I think now the bottom three seem done. I, I, I realistically can't see any of those bottom three coming good. Um, Huddersfield... I'm, I thought they'd have a bigger reaction. Warnock, which is not going to happen, and the other two teams, I, I think they're done. Um, you know, if we're at 18th at the minute, if you offer those 18th yeah. at the start of the season, or with a stat to your hand off for that, you know, that, oh, that, that's such a good season. But after all the year you and we've done, we need to solidify that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like yeah. we, we, should, we should be fine now. We should. What's been your best moment of the season so far? Uh, probably the Sheffield United away win, local derby against a team yeah. where they, they weren't top, they were nearly top. Um, first time in 40 years we beat them at their place. It was just one of those nights yeah. that you just dream as a fan. Local derby, away win. local boy as well. Ben Wiles came through our youth academy, scored the winning yeah. goal in South Yorkshire derby, just out of this world. The derbies are always the best, aren't they? When yeah. you win. I don't think the fans of bigger clubs get that when... You have been, and all you can think about is that one yeah. or two games a season. It's like being a Blues fan, it's been years since I've seen us beat the Villa. So I, I know that feeling. Oh, yeah, true. Um, best memory as a fan? What, all together? Ever? All together. Oh, God, there's been a lot. Because we went up and down so much, there's been so many. Um, yeah. Our last season, the, when we got promoted, Georgie Kelly. Again, that was just a Disney script. You know, we, we needed a, we needed a goal just to confirm promotion. Georgie Kelly came on for his debut on the last day of the season and scored in the 82nd minute away at an open end at Gillingham. It was just chaos. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's nothing better than a promotion, and that was just perfect. Yeah. It reminds me of when Jude scored his first goal against Stoke. I mean, mm. he took a wicked deflection, but <laughs> that whole stand, that whole stand I was in, it was like, yes. The boy's done it. Yeah. <laughs> he's 16 and he's done it. <laughs> right. It was it's that little moment because you know, mm. blues have been blues have been a, a, sh- a shocking team for a number of years. So it's it's hard, but a little part of me is a little bit jealous because you've had the sadness, but then you've mm. had the, the 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 positive that comes after it. So yeah. I think fans don't want to be yo-yo clubs, they don't, but when they do, you have to enjoy the good points. And what 100%. I worry about is, you know, our fan base kind of thinks, well, maybe if we go down, we'll have a reset and we'll come. Mm. I'm worried. Not always our ownership was a bit better and a bit run, bit more like yourselves. I think mm. we probably could, but because of our mm. situation, it's a little bit. It, I don't want to wish that. I'd rather just leave it yeah. to one side and just try and keep keeping the championship a bit more and keep churning it out and and try from there. So, last question, the big one: What's the score going to be? <laughs> Uh, I will take a point. I'll take a 1-1. One, one. Um, one, 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 one probably suits us both. As long as the bottom three don't yeah. all win, I think a point works all round. So I'll, I'll take 1-1. One, one. That's it, mate. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, remember to 
follow, like, and share the podcast. I've been Josh. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, yeah, please make sure you follow all Blues Focus TV related socials. Thanks for your time, Matt. And uh, yeah, I, I, I hope you do well in the season, but just not Saturday. <laughs> as you can appreciate <laughs> cheers mate thanks you so much cheers mate thank you sports social podcast network away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport, powered by fans.